because you are sons god has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts crying abba father welcome to greater glory of god podcast the solemnity of the most holy trinity in this reflection we will have five points to reflect first the trinity as the central mystery of christian faith second the oneness of the trinity third the distinctiveness of the persons of the trinity fourth the economy of salvation or the mission of the father and fifth the human salvation so come let's begin the most holy trinity as the central mystery of christian faith today even after a lot of development and growth in different fields of the science we humans find ourselves still not knowing much enough of anything not merely about god even about our own selves there is a sense of mystery though very often this sense of mystery has been thrown away by science as merely finding truth through experiments and only through evaluation and finding the tangible reality but we know the human life god even the reality that we see around are beyond our human comprehension as i have said even after this much of development and growth there is lot of uncertainties or we can say the area of the unknown is much more than what we have already known let that be in any area of the world of human being and human life and god it's god who reveals himself and some of these things already we have reflected previously in the last video where we celebrated the feast of pentecost in that video we have already seen lot of these things so please for more deeper understanding of this please do watch or listen to the podcast and i would provide the link in the description so let us go beyond this why this most holy trinity is a central mystery of christian faith in the church we find there is hierarchy of mysteries hierarchy of truth and the basis and the foundation of all these mysteries is the most holy trinity which is the source of everything why this is central mystery first of all it is through our expression of faith in this most holy trinity we participate or we are made partakers of divine life through the sacrament of baptism and the other sacraments especially the sacrament of baptism and we know we are baptized in the name of the most holy trinity as jesus had commanded the disciples matthew chapter 28 verse 19 go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit here the reality that we need to notice is it's not the names about which we would reflect little later 
and this baptism will receive in the name of the most holy trinity after our expression of faith in the most holy trinity if it's a child baptism we know the parents and the godparents are asked in the place of the child receiving the baptism and we say i do so this expression of faith is the foundation of our human salvation the faith in the most holy trinity and this is a central mystery because this is the mystery of god in himself not about god but as god is here we are not speaking about what god does as the creator as the redeemer or the sanctifier or even so many other attributes we give to god as what he does the mystery of the most holy trinity is not about what he does rather what he is that's why is the central the fundamental and the essential mystery of our faith and as i said it is the source of all other mysteries of christian faith every other mystery is based on this mystery of the most holy trinity the second point as i had said is the oneness of the trinity we find there is unity this unity doesn't make the persons of the trinity one one in the sense of a person when we say god as one that union we need to keep in mind the distinctiveness of the persons of the father and the son and the holy spirit three different divine persons but there is that union that oneness that relationship that makes them one not as a family of three persons in the sense of three distinct persons living separated from the other but rather this unity denotes their dwelling in the other father living in the son and the spirit the son living in the father and the spirit the spirit living in the father and the son so there is interlinked relationship that's why there is that oneness that's why jesus would say i and the father are one it's not about the person but about this unity that jesus would say john chapter 10 verse 30 and verse 38 jesus told the people the father and i are one so this doesn't mean that Jesus and the Father are one person. No. So that the unity when we speak about that unity of essence, that nature and also that relationship as I had just mentioned about that indwellingness of one person in the other two persons and vice versa. So there is inseparability. So this reality we need to understand more deeply. this we can understand in a sense as god revealed this reality in marriage that's why in the church there is no divorce there is inseparability of the persons and so god would say there are no more two flesh but one flesh there is one identity there is one reality the two are made one though that distinctiveness of the persons remain but because of that union between the two 
the man and the woman they become one the husband in the wife the wife in the husband that undividedness the inseparableness of the marital relationship between the husband and wife comes from the most holy trinity that's why when saint paul reflecting about the relationship between the church and jesus would use this example of the relationship between the husband and the wife and that reality we have already reflected when we reflected on the vine and the branches how we are made into the part of that most holy trinity we would definitely reflect at the end but still for more deeper understanding please to listen to that podcast watch that video i will provide the link in the description the third point is the distinctiveness of the persons we should not mistake this reality the mystery of this three divine persons as one person the identity is one but three distinctive different separate persons the father and the son and the holy spirit the father is not the son or the spirit the son is not the father or the spirit and the spirit is not the father or the son all the three persons are distinctive persons their relationship as we have seen in the second point makes them one that union oneness but all three are separate persons and here we need to understand that it is not three different modalities or modes or appearances as there have been so many heresies in the church which had held that there is only one person who appeared to be three different persons in the old testament in the new testament as the person of jesus and as he came in the form of the spirit during the feast of pentecost so that we don't accept the church doesn't accept that and there is also a heresy about all these three divine persons are living separately no they are not living separately like a family with a father and a mother and a son going separately living about no we are not speaking about tritheism three gods no we speak about one god god revealed himself as one one god but there is distinctiveness of this persons as in the beginning i said we need to humbly accept that we cannot comprehend totally fully any mysteries live alone the most holy trinity so there is a need for a humility and faith without which we cannot accept or we cannot believe in anything not merely god even we cannot believe the other person and this distinctiveness can be seen in the economy of salvation which is the next point that is the mission of the father as i said this the persons can be seen as a relationship father and the son are not a, a title given but rather expression of a relationship father is the one who gives birth son is the one who is born definitely these are human terms let us not take our human understanding of a father and the son 
to the understanding of the divine trinity we use this human terms but the divine persons or the divine realities are much more than the human terms usually express or reveal so we need to accept our human limitedness the limitedness of the language this mission we find is an expression of that divine trinity how in the nicene creed we find as definitely which is based on the scriptures in the creed we find that it is the father who begets the son and the son is begotten he is not created he is not made he is not a creature and then we find the spirit proceeds both from the father and the son and let's come to the mission the economy of salvation where we find the father first sent the son it is not the spirit who sent the son it is the father who sent the son and the spirit was sent by the father and the son both sent the spirit you see how as god is in himself is revealed in the mission the father begets the son and now he sends the son into the world secondly the spirit proceeds both from the father and the son and on the pentecost the spirit was sent both by the father and the son so the economy of salvation or rather the mission of the father the mission of the most holy trinity can be seen as an expression of what god is the theology of the most holy trinity means as god is as he has revealed himself to us and though the most holy trinity was hidden in the old testament where we find only the father active and in the new testament with the coming of the son we find already this divine trinity is being revealed even in the annunciation scene we find the angel comes and tells mary do not be afraid mary for you have found favor with god and now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and you will name him jesus and he will be great and will be called the son of the most high and the lord god will give to him the throne of his ancestor david he will reign over the house of jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end mary said to the angel how can this be since i am a virgin the angel said to her the holy spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you therefore the child to be born will be holy he will be called son of god see there is expression in the beginning of the new testament the beginning of the mission we find all the three persons are distinctly expressed or rather revealed through the angel the father is there the son is there the spirit is there and explicitly we can find these three persons at the baptism luke chapter 3 verses 21 and 22 now when all the people were baptized and when jesus also had been baptized and was praying the heaven was opened and the holy spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove and a voice came from heaven you are my son the beloved with whom i am well pleased 
all the three distinctive persons can be seen here again this is repeated in the transfiguration of jesus in the mission of the father for which he sent the son and the son and the father together sent the spirit as i said is an expression of god as he is the most holy trinity and through this mission we find god wants to extend that divine family that is the salvation in the beginning as we have seen all the three persons are related very intimately with one another there in a way can be said as inseparable that inseparable unity that is simplicity as opposite to or contrary to complex or compound which can be separated now the fifth point the human salvation why human salvation salvation is very closely related to the most holy trinity how salvation is nothing but entry into this relationship with the most holy trinity relating to the father as children relating to the son as brothers and sisters relating to the spirit as friends god who revealed himself as one did not say that he is one person but a communion of three persons a family of three persons st paul writing to the romans chapter 8 verses from 14 to 17 he would reveal again this reality and right into the galatians chapter 4 verse 6 he would say as i had written in the beginning because you are sons god has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts crying abba father we are all made children of god and therefore god gave his spirit the spirit of his son sending him into our hearts and that we receive through our adoption in the sacrament of baptism and fully in the sacrament of confirmation that is the total maturity and it is the spirit who is dwelling within us the holy spirit make us aware of this relationship with the father very often we take the mystery of the most holy trinity for granted thinking that it is beyond our understanding no we don't have to think too much of it no need for that what we need to understand is the unity of the persons and the distinctiveness of the three persons the father and the son and the holy spirit are three different persons and thirdly human salvation is our relationship with this most holy trinity relating to each person according to the person or the relationship that a person is as expressed so our baptism in the person of jesus definitely in the name of the most holy trinity but into the person of jesus meaning to say as saint paul would say writing to the romans chapter 11 verse 17 that we are grafted into the person of jesus we have been incorporated into the person of jesus and that is done through the holy spirit so the spirit is here in the world making us members of the person of jesus members of his body that is church so as we are celebrating the feast of the most holy trinity 
and as we are reflecting on this basic and the fundamental mystery of everything that we can think about very especially our human reality we need to accept the sense of the mystery that we are not merely god as a mystery but even human life as a mystery church as a mystery not merely understanding intellectually but growing deeper into this reality and this is possible through our obedience our humility and faith and there is a prayer by saint elizabeth of the trinity which we can find in the catechism of the catholic church number 260 where she would very beautifully express that human thirst for that god who wants to dwell in us i provide the link for the prayer in the description let's conclude the reflection with the prayer by saint elizabeth of the most holy trinity oh my god trinity whom i adore help me forget myself entirely so to establish myself in you unmovable and peaceful as if my soul were already in eternity may nothing be able to trouble my peace or make me leave you oh my unchanging god but may each minute bring me more deeply into your mystery grant my soul peace make it your heaven your beloved dwelling and the place of your rest may i never abandon you there but may i be there whole and entire completely vigilant in my faith entirely adoring and wholly given over to your creative action amen may the most holy trinity who dwells within us enrich us on this special day at this special moment as we have been reflecting on the mystery of the most holy trinity so that we may be more closely live with the persons of the most holy trinity may god bless all of us